previously on Attempted Adventure. Hello, my name is Andera Cartwright. I'm the mayor of Solson. There are two kids, and they went exploring the ruins of Maplecliff Manor, and they haven't returned. Your diatribe is interrupted by a booming voice from the balcony <gasps> behind you on the second floor landing. You see a sort of human-shaped thing, and it shouts, Get out of my house! As you slice this coat monster, it erupts into a shower of tatters of fabric. You open the door to the left of the stairs and find a nursery. Would anyone like to look closer at those uh, dolls? No, close the door. Close the door. Close the door. She's doing that. I slowly reach my hand out to the door of room eight. She looks up at you, Lorenzia. Uh-huh. Help. Where are my children? Lorenzia, you lead her to room one? Yes, please. She looks in. Her face brightens. And she says, My children. She walks in, turns to you, and says, There were two others. They weren't my children. When? I think today. Where? Where? I think they went down. Uh-oh. Welcome back, adventurer. Are you ready to give it a try? Uh, yeah, no, uh, Bill went on our way down. All right. Yeah, I'm also going um, down. The four of you rapidly descend this spiral staircase to which floor? One. First. The one. First. The first floor. Um, and as you exit the spiral staircase, where are you going? You said the opposite side of the house, right? Yes, so that would be the east side of the house. I guess I'm going that way. I'm just following the sound. As you round the corner, as you come off the stairs, you take the door to your left into the main hallway of the house. And as you look down this hallway, you see again, this time an even more fleeting image, the tail end of something escaping around the corner. Ooh, I'm on its trail. I'm following. Hot Oi. pursuit. Hot pursuit. Oi, Excellent. Oi. Are you me, kid? <laughs> Fantastic. Um, as you round the corner, you hear a door slam. <gasps> it is the door to room 13. <gasps> Ew. I want to go to there. You know, if we were metagamers, I feel like we would have just gone to room 13 from the jump. That's <laughs> true. I know. You're right. Are you going in room 13? I think I've learned Wait. from my past experiences. I am not the one to open the doors. <laughs> I will do it. Okay, wait. Ivy, I have an idea. 
Okay. We have not tried this yet, surprisingly. Oh, no. We could knock on the door. <gasps> That's a kind and friendly idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Fantastic. Very I love that. I'm willing to give it a shot. Knock, knock. Anybody home? There is no answer. (laughs) Oh, hmm. All right. Oh, all right. And then I bust the door open. (laughs) (laughs) Maggie approves. You swing this door open, Ivy. Nodding. To reveal a study. Oh. The northeast and south wall, northwest and south walls are covered in large bookcases. And in the northeast corner of the room is a desk and a chair. Um, and towards the south southern end of the room are two armchairs with a table in between them. Um, would somebody like to dig around? Yes, Maggie would like to I'm... go over to the desk. You go to the desk. Um, the desk is cleared of things except a book. The title of which is High Tea at High Noon. And if you pick it up and read the back, would you like to? Yes. It is a sultry love story about a woman who forsakes her husband and children when she falls in love with a baker from the village. She knows that she can never be with him. (laughs) Maggie sits down with the book by the fire. Sucked in immediately. Ooh, guys. This is going to be steamy. Um, All right. Anybody else investigating, looking around? Can I, I just want to call, like, shout into the room. Danelle! Danelle? You hear. Danelle? From somewhere. Is that his name? Farad. Near you. Farad. You hear somebody almost say something and then stop. (gasps) Danelle? (laughs) Classic Danelle. Can I? This is, you know, I'm not learning from my mistakes. Can I roll an investigation check to see if I can hear where that voice came from? Perception. Yeah. Perception won't get me jack shit. I'm trying to figure something out. Um, it actually, I think. No, okay. Yeah, no, go cool. say think what you're going to say. I think that one is perception. Okay. Because it's senses. It. Are you saying it to re-roll it? I'll re-roll it. Yeah, it was you can a one. She it. rolled a one. I'm I know switching dice. One. I'm switching dice. Tonight is not my <laughs> night. Oh, yeah. Jamie plays as a player one time. (laughs) It's a 10. Okay. With a 10, you listen very closely. And somewhere below you, you you hear a creak or a scrape on the floor. Some sound of movement. Is there a rug under us? There is not. I want to get down and like look between the cracks of the floorboards and see if I can see anything. Um, when you look through the cracks, it is very dark, but you can't see into a basement or anything. Hmm. There are cracks in the floorboards? I mean... Every old house has space between the f- some floorboards. Man. <laughs> Man, I've um, made fun of Chip and Joanna Gaines so much, but their job is not that easy. No, it sucks. Um, is anybody else looking around the room? 
Uh, Maggie's trying to find the sex scene wait. in this novel. <laughs> Can I? I want to. Sorry, go ahead, Ivy. You said there's a bookcase. There are many bookcases. They line the northwest and southern walls. Are there any like statues or anything on there? Ivy just start no. pulling all the books. To try I to pull all the books. The walls are the shelves, rather, are pretty much like wall-to-wall books. But would you make a perception check? Um, sixteen. There are in the southeast corner of the room four. Missing books on the shelf. They're on the same row. And they're essentially it goes a missing book, a chunk of books, a missing book, a chunk of books, a missing book, a chunk of books, the last missing book. There are four spaces in total. Maggie. (laughs) Yes. Would you (laughs) do I do I see this or just Ivy sees this? Ivy sees, Ivy notices it, but she's obviously free to tell you guys about it. Yeah. Hey, guys, in the southeast corner, there's four books that are missing. (laughs) Alphabetically, is there one that, like, falls for, like, a T at high noon? Like, alphabetically, like, where do these missing spaces line up? Is it in the T section? No. Hmm. How about color? Ivy, try to match that one. Or, um, Maggie, maybe slip that one in and, like... A spot that seems to fit the size and perhaps surrounding colors. Oh, you think the fucking previous owners of this mansion are heathens <laughs> that would organize their books by anything other than and alphabetical order of author's last name? Because any oh, other method oh. of organizing books is absolute madness. As an artist oh my. who does love to organize decor based off of color and aesthetic, I take offense to that. All right, I'll try aesthetic to see if any of them line up. <laughs> um, I mean, these books are pretty much bound in different ways, different colors. Many of them are sort of a darker, leatherier binding. The book you have doesn't match any, any of, of them, them particularly well. Um, mm. But uh, would everybody roll a perception check? Yeah, fuck. <laughs> 19. Sorry, Jamie. Ooh. It's a three. Oh, God. What the hell? Yeah. Bad dice. I think my dice are <laughs> mad about harmony. I got seven. a cat. Um, so, Maggie, as you walk from the desk over to the um, bookshelf with the missing books, you see another book on the table between the two chairs. And this one is called The Stars of the Night Sky, a guide to the constellations organized by season. Ooh. I'm going to start writing these down. Guide to the stars. So the first one was called Tea at High Noon. Yep. Second one was called The Stars of the Night Sky. Do the stars of the night sky fit in with any of the missing book slots? Um, you can try it on one of them, but what you will notice is it fits in all four of them. The stars of the night sky <gasps> and high tea at high noon are almost exactly the same size. 
I want to make an investigation check and see if I can find two more books in the room. Certainly. See if I can pull this off. I'm using my last un untarnished D20. <laughs> you got it. Holy shit, it's a nat 20. No fucking no. kidding. I will take yes. a photo for you. Show it's a nat us 20. the 20. I believe you. I believe you. Show it to um, us. I will show it to you. I love that. Finally, finally something good happens for Jamie. I'm sending you a Snapchat right now. <laughs> Snapchat. We're adults, Jamie. That's all I have. No, we're not. Um, Billwin. <laughs> I'm an adult. You <laughs> look so hard around this room that you notice crammed in between the cushion and the side of one of the chairs is another book. This one is Dinner for the Modern Cook, a cookery book of simple but delicious meals designed for the modern palate. Okay. Cookery. I say to my friends, um, all right, I don't know if this is like me solving a puzzle or whatnot, but these books take place at different times of the day. So far we have noon, night, and dinner time. Like mid, late evening. So we're looking for breakfast. That is to say, if I'm right, I'm pretty stupid, (laughs) but I think I'm picking up on something here. Um, Additionally, I didn't mention this when you first came in, but it is visible on the map. In this room, there are two more double doors um, opposite the wall that you entered from that enter into a large glass conservatory, a greenhouse. Oh, I love me a greenhouse, Matt. Thank you. You're welcome. And from inside this room, it is surprisingly lush for the amount of time this house has been vacant. Someone's taking care of this greenhouse. It's probably spirits. Ooh, I would ghosts love to watch a movie plants. about ghosts. And ghosts. And plants. Are and we writing a movie right now? It's great. And ghosts. And <laughs> I like a it. Musical. And uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you have three books. There are four spaces. Okay. And Jamie didn't find breakfast? Not yet. Can I try to make a, is it investigation? Or, yeah. Sure. Well, maybe we should. Yeah, it was investigation. I rolled a nat 20 on that. Maybe we should check the conservatory. If you're going to investigate something. Okay. I pop right in. I say to her as if my dice make sense in in (laughs) Um, You enter the conservatory. It is walled with large stone raised beds, and it is very fancy. It's very pretty. In the center of the room is another large raised bed, and the plants are surprisingly healthy and pretty. I love them. Um, Interesting. Did you want to make an investigation check or a perception check? Yes, please. It's a three. Oh, rip. (laughs) Okay, you don't see anything, but it does smell yeah. really good in here. But I'm having a good time anyway. Exactly. Ooh, take a deep whiff. Can I pop up right behind uh, her and be like, hey, did you find anything? Yes, you can. No, but doesn't it smell lovely in here? It does. And uh, sweetheart, I'm just going to double check for you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Can I percept too? Yeah, sure. I want to percept. Percept with us. Did everybody get my proof of my nat 20? Yeah, yes. I, <laughs> yes, I believe you. I got a 21. 
What the wow. fuck? Wow. Wow. Um, you can really dance. Plus. You can really perceive. <laughs> I got an 18. Ooh, Lorenzia and Maggie, you both scan the room and at almost the same instant, your eyes catch sight of a sm- the corner of what looks like the cover of a book that has fallen off of the ledge of one of these beds and into the flowers. Great job, Ivy. We found it immediately, but great job checking for <laughs> You're welcome, um, everybody. When you pick up this uh, book, it is titled The Land of Dawn, a novel about an explorer who ends up in a new land after his ship is blown off course by a terrible storm. I said it was going to be morning. Tear down this Christopher Columbus You're ass. You're so right. All right, what are you guys doing? Let's go put them in the thing. Let's line them up by time of day, early to late. Early to late. Puzzle. Right. Puzzle. 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 All right. Ivy's still in the conservatory smelling the flowers. <laughs> uh, I think it goes, obviously, dawn, and then tea of high noon, and then dinner for the cook guy, and then the stars and the night sky. Ready to try that lineup. All right, you insert the books in the in that order into the um, gaps in the bookshelf. And as you slide um, the stars of the night sky into its slot, there is a click and the bookshelf pops open, revealing... Secret bookshelf! A secret Woo! passage. Woo! Secret passage! Bill 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 Secret Bill tunnel. We're all chanting Bill Win. Even though it wasn't, it was a team effort, but we're all chanting Bill Win. <laughs> She's just I don't know so likable. I'm what just happy to be a part of something. I get the crowd hopped up. What can I say? Um, all right. So you have popped open this uh, secret door. It is not open all the way. It's just cracked. Well, now I'm scared. Maggie kicks it open the rest of the way. <laughs> okay, well, it opens outward, so you kick it closed. <laughs> no, Maggie! Oh. Um, Fuck. Redo no, the puzzle. Hook your foot. Um, so you open the door? Yes. Very good. You open the door to find a pretty dark passageway that goes for about six or eight feet in front of you, takes a sharp turn to the right, and then... Goes down a flight of stairs. Well, I have dark vision, guys, so I can Ooh. lead oh, us. Oh, me too. I don't Wait. care. I'm lighting Before. a torch. Very Before good we choice. get too far, I just want to, purely out of curiosity, were the other books as pornographic as <laughs> Tea at High Noon? Or was that... No, no. Hey, High Tea <laughs> at High Noon is not a pornographic book. It's actually The Awakening by Kate Chopin. I just couldn't think of anything better. <laughs> Okay, well, forgive me for assuming Ooh, based on that the is a piece of fine literature. Of the novel, it sounded steamy as hell. Steve. It's actually not The Awakening. It's a very bad ripoffy version of it. It's more like airport fiction. So you're right. It's probably pornographic. Yeah. <laughs> Sexy. Somebody's going to listen to me say, that's actually The Awakening by Kate Chopin and be like, what fucking moron is speaking right now? <laughs> um, so you have lit a torch, um, Bill Wynn. And the rest of you, I assume, are proceeding downstairs along with her. Yeah. yeah. I am. Am I in front? Um, actually, Maggie I imagine Maggie is because she's the one who opened it first. 
Yeah, that's what I thought. The dark I'm version. leading. I'm leading. I'm scared. I'm a fragile so, ass human. I don't got no dark vision. You walk down these stairs, and at the bottom are met with a very thin hallway running perpendicular. So you can go to the left or to the right. Uh, oh, excuse me. To the right, there are two doors. One opens um, on the sort of behind you wall where the stairs are. And the door on the other side mirrors that. At the end of the hall to your right is one last door. So there are three in total. Mm. Where do you want to go? Should we split up to check both? You know... I want to say no, but it did work out for us really hard that one time we split up. <laughs> yeah, so far, like, the results are showing yes. But I'm going with the big one, and I, like, cling to Ivy's leg. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Sounds good. All right. All right, so which way are you going, left or right? I will go right. All right, Ivy yep. and I go left, left then. I got, like, Fantastic. my hand on, on your shoulder because I can't see in the dark. Yeah, yeah, I got you. How can a goth warlock not see in the dark? I am a simple human lady. <laughs> you may notice God. I sent my character sheet to all of you guys. You may have noticed that under gender, I wrote lady with a capital L, not <laughs> female, lady. not woman, because <laughs> Jesus. she is a lady. She is a lady. She's a lady. Um, all right. So. Wow, that took me way off. Who went left? Ellie and I. Uh, we did. Very good. Allie and Jamie. Yes. Billwin and Ivy. Yeah, yes. Ivy and Billwin, <laughs> respectively. Anyways, um, as you two creep down the hall, it's not a very long hall. You come to the door. Are you opening it? Are you opening mm, it? Yep. We're opening. I, Ivy opens it. <laughs> you push open the door. You are standing at the threshold of a bedroom. To your left, against the wall, is a double bed with two um, tables on either side. Directly in front of you is a large bureau, and a little bit to your left, near the bureau, is an armchair. There's a specific scene in Insidious, the movie, that has me with great fear about the bureau. <laughs> so I shan't go there. I would like to make a passive perception check on the whole room. Okay. Not What's passive. Your you know, I want to roll. Oh, it. oh, okay. Sorry. That's a three. Womp. This is just a bedroom. <laughs> Ivy will make though. one too. <laughs> yes. Go ahead, Avi. Ivy. Avi. Oh my god. Abby. Oh no. Eleven. Okay, with an 11, you don't notice anything particularly special about this room. You do note, however, that the construction is very different. The ceiling, walls, and floor are pretty much entirely made of concrete. Oh, ew. Bad vibes. Um, hey, Bill, when the entire room's made out of concrete, that's a little weird. Seems quite prison-like, don't it? Mm-hmm. Do you investigate anything else while you're in here? I want to I wanna do the nightstand. Okay. I want to look inside. I guess I'll do the other. You said there's two, right? Yes. Okay. 
I look in the other one. Do we have to make a check or? No, you just open the drawers. Yes. I open. Excellent. You open the drawers. Ivy, you find a silver locket on a very thin silver chain. It opens if you would like to open it. I put it on and then open it. That's a horcrux. <laughs> That's a wild decision. I love it. Um, yeah, you, have you open it. Ivy, Ivy thinks it's really cute and doesn't really realize what's going on. You open it, and inside, it rips your heart two, out. Are two portraits painted, very small. One is of a young boy, and one is of a young girl. Oh, our ghost kids. Oh no. You are wearing, uh, presumably, the locket of the mother. That makes me uncomfortable. Ivy, if you would be so kind as to remove the locket and then perhaps replace it in that drawer. Uh, okay. <laughs> do so she takes it off. very carefully. I, I do. Nothing happens. You very gently place the locket back in your drawer. Um, there's a few papers and things in there. Nothing of any note. Um, nope, hang on, I'll get the name. Billwin, God. It was like a, he a violent expulsion Bill. of information. Did um, you put your name in the goblet of fire? <laughs> <laughs> Billwin, yes. when you open your drawer, there are three silver pieces and a small gold ring. Not very fancy, uh, just a gold band. That seems like a wedding ring. I'll take the silver pieces and I'll remember that the gold band is in there. <laughs> I very don't fair. I feel like among the ghosts we've met, very few have been kindly not going around touching their stuff. You're right. No, that's fair. Um and also very over the bed, you now notice a portrait of a man and a woman. The woman Looks suspiciously familiar. The very she reminds you of the very very tall woman you escorted to the nursery. Yeah, does she look like a like a more plump, alive looking version of her? She looks better, but like not great. Oh no, she's still kind of grim looking. Oh. Um, I think I see what's going on here, but I don't think Bill Wynn does. <laughs> Billwin, nope, Maggie and Lorenzia. Mm -hmm. You are standing at the other side of the hallway. Um, which doors are you going in? The one that sort of mirrors the door they just went in? Uh, we could, we could, we could do the one that mirrors. Yeah. Okay. As you open this door, you are greeted with two children's beds, single beds. Um... There is a side table between them. There are two dressers against the wall to your left. And in between the beds and the dressers is a large area to play. There are several toys scattered about. Wooden blocks, perhaps a toy train. Hmm. Are they like cobwebby or do they look like they've been played with somewhat recently? They look like they have been moved recently. I jump in the bed and I'm like, Meh. Oh. Maggie. Maggie. Huh. Nap time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Um, and can I have both of you make a perception check? Yes. 
a so much gusto. 15. 14. You both notice when Lorenzia jumps into the bed, there is a scuffle sound from under the bed as if ah. something has just moved. Ah. Mm. I stuck. I go, Danelle? I hang my head over the bed and I stick my head under the bed and I'm like, Danelle? When you peek under the bed, you are you come face to face with a very frightened 11-year-old boy. Danelle! Aww. I grab him by the scruff of the neck <laughs> and I drag him out and kick him forcefully. <laughs> Danelle! I'm like I'm like shouting like happily like the tone of my voice is happy, but the the grip is angry. You know what I mean? It's none this I boy, Filipino grandmother angry. This boy has none is, I ever grabbed you by the scruff of the neck. Should we be has, talking about this? Has none I never grabbed you by the scruff of the neck? None I grabbed me has. by the, She grabbed me by the scruff of the neck like a week ago. It hurts. Oh my god. I feel I feel less bad um, since you're a grown ass person. I'm a very bad Lorenzia. grandson. Yes. You have hauled this child out from under the bed. You are face to face with him. He is petrified. And all he can do to stop himself from screaming is whisper, my name's Farad. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I knew it. I knew that was good. <laughs> Maggie, I, um, okay, wait, 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 wait. Can we, get a, can we get a long pause? Can we get a long pause? And then can I please deliver this line? Yes. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> Maggie yeah, looks on. <laughs> Maggie looks underneath the other bed to see if Danelle is under there. And you are face to ass with another child. <laughs> another child. Can I see his feet? Yes. I grab him by the foot. <laughs> drag him oh my out. God. Drag this boy out from under the bed by his feet. He is grasping at the ground to stay hidden under that bed. Um, and he is whimpering. He is very scared. I'm like, Danelle, it, it's okay. Andari sent us. Your mom is looking for you. She's in the carriage outside. She won't be mad. Um, She's definitely not mad. Super not mad. Danelle stops wriggling and turns around to look up at you, Maggie, and says... My mom? <laughs> ah! I love him. What's the podcast equivalent of an Emmy for Matt on that? Because <laughs> the, the listeners won't see the side-to-side -side eye movement of, my mom? <laughs> <laughs> he's very confused and he's very scared, but now he's sort of on his butt, so he's sitting up a little bit, and he says, Where's my mom? Like literally in the driveway, dude. <laughs> well, how? But, uh, get and he starts crying. House. Oh, Danelle, Danelle. <laughs> I grab him. Oh, wow. I grab him. Like the two worst people for <laughs> I grab him. the revenge-based character <laughs> in the warlock. I grab him what? by the shoulder. I got, I got like my one hand on the scruff of the guy's neck. I grab, put my other hand on Danelle's shoulder. I'm like, I'm a fucking warlock. Like, ghosts are breakfast Jesus for me, Christ. guys. Jesus Christ. We're gonna, we're just gonna walk right out of here. 
It's not even a big deal to me. But uh, I, is the ghost still there? Yeah, there's ghosts everywhere all the time. <laughs> ghosts are no. ghosts permeate our lives. It doesn't matter. The bad ghost. I, she's making things worse. I, I know. I was going to say, Ivy and Bill would run in. <laughs> we can yeah, sense actually, a disturbance. <laughs> you two hear the scuffling coming from the other room where no doubt... The two of them are in sort some sort of altercation. Yeah, I run. I, I run there. Check it out. Uh, I have like, slung the Linnell over my shoulder and am walking out of the room. They're looking at each other. <laughs> the tiny little they, door. They look at each other in the other room and they're, they're like, out. oh, shit. It sounds like Lorenzia's mansplaining. We better get in there. That's... <laughs> I rush in and I see uh, I see Maggie throwing Danelle over her shoulder and I'm like, oh, nice. <laughs> you like you found them human boys. We got them. We got human the, boys. We got the Let's payoff. get out of here. Let's leave. Let's ski down. These Danelle is screaming in protest. He absolutely does not want to leave this basement. Um, I would like to know why. Can I ask him? Yeah. I like I like go stand just behind Maggie because I'm like yeah you probably short at, enough yeah you'd I be just eye level with look him because he's over my shoulder and I'm like six feet so yeah I just like stand oh, there and look up God. into his eyes and I'm like hey little buddy you want you want to tell us what you're so frightened about why don't you want to go upstairs and get the heck out of here Danelle is first of all not comforted by you oh, that, that <laughs> makes me sad. And second of all, so n- nothing could comfort him at this point. He all is right. in distress. Um, and Danelle says, the, the ghost, the blobby guy, he, he's going to kill us. We can't leave. Okay. And he starts crying again. You guys, listen. I have precisely two level two spell slots. And I, I feel like I'm going to burn one of them. To cast suggestion on these two little... I would rather try to, like, intimidate him. Because I have a really high intimidation. I would rather try to, like, intimidate him into listening or else Ooh. at this point. Oh, like, okay. knowing that he's oh, not yeah. comforted by me in any way, okay. I would rather flip the script and, like, intimidate him for his own good. I dig that. He's already maximum intimidated by ghosts. Yeah, at least... But at least if I can intimidate him to a point where he's so scared of me that he shuts up, we can passively get him out of the basement and take him to his mom. I have... Without him putting up a fight. I have really high charisma. I feel like we should go with charm over intimidate on this one. You were just telling this kid about how ghosts are real and everything <laughs> is has got a ghost in it. I remember at the beginning say. of the night when I said I would talk someone into worshiping the devil... It's him. It did not work on this child. <laughs> I do a really sick flip and see if that convinces him. <laughs> I do a fucking flip. double backflip. Oh, <laughs> Billwin, a double standing. Billwin manifests you, a skateboard out of thin air and does a kickflip, and she's like, "Do you believe me now?" <laughs> I rolled a seventeen. How's it going, fellow Acrobatics. Hello, fellow teens. With a 17, you do a pretty cool double backflip. And Danelle stops sobbing, looks at you, and is like, why'd you do that? (laughs) Oh, you stopped crying, didn't you? Pretty cool. Sick little little flip, little flip lady. Little lady who flips. Ask her to do it again. Ask her to roll it again. 
Ask her to roll it again. Do a flip. I'll flip um, again. You want to see another flip? <laughs> I do another flip. Yeah, kind of. I rolled another 17. Oh. You oh. do exactly the same coolness <laughs> level double backflip. can't yeah. roll it. And he's like, okay, yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I'll do, listen, I'll do you one better. I will do, I will perfect, never done it before in my life, I will perfect a triple backflip if we can go outside so I have the room. Because, you know, that one's not going to happen in this tiny little concrete basement. I don't know how your flips are going to help us when the ghost eats us. I'm just saying, like, if you if you put up with us, like, getting you out of here alive, if you put your trust in us, I will do a triple backflip for you. Cooperate. <laughs> oh, you shit. <laughs> Lorenzia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, I guess. Oh, you. Sick. All right, good choice, little buddy. Let's ski down, friends. That. All right. All right. Damn it. And at this point, as you drag these two children up the secret flight of stairs and back through the secret bookcase door, Farad is talking pretty much nonstop at Danelle. And he's saying, I told you this was a stupid house. You had to bring me to a stupid house. And then we got stuck in a stupid basement. Now it's stupid. I hate you. You're stupid. Like, Farad, <laughs> hey now. stop hey complaining. Now. You are optional. Okay. <laughs> oh. You think I could wow. Farad? Farad absolutely stops talking. <laughs> Sick. On our way that I could hurt. Do you think I could? <laughs> Sorry, Farad. Do you think I, I could kids. tie his little hands? Like while we're don't tie his hands. No, you want him to be able to like escape with with all, right. all their dexterity. Yeah, they okay. get caught in something. Right. Yeah, I won't tie. On his our hands. way up the stairs, though, I want to ask both of them. Like, did you guys come down this way? Like, did you figure out this puzzle and get stuck down there? Or was there another way you got stuck down there? Like, were you thrown down there as prisoners? No. All right. Who would do that? And he starts crying again. And Farad says, oh. no, we found a different passageway through. And, and we got stuck. And there was a tuddle. A tuddle. Aw. Uh, a tuddle. As you climb the stairs back into the study, um, are you going straight for the front door? Yeah, yeah, we probably should. I guess so. But I'm like, Excellent. as we're doing it though, I'm like, it doesn't fucking matter. The main boss is in the foyer. Like, we're gonna fight the main boss. In the yeah, I feel like I like. I wish that I could ready an action outside of combat. Yeah, I feel like the chandelier's gonna come down like Phantom of the Opera. We're gonna have our phantom back. Oh, <laughs> the chandelier my... is the final boss. Oh, I'm scared. And it's I'm German, and it's gonna 20s. say Bilvin Bon. <laughs> Yay, I'm so excited. Let's run towards it. Um, I'm placing all my yeah. D20s 20 side up. I'm manifesting. Noise. Oh my god, that's what I do. I love that. I also do that often. Do you really? I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm manifesting my results. Um, as you walk down the hallway towards the foyer, the two children are still kind of wriggling around because they're kids. They don't love being carried over the shoulder. Yeah. Um, you round the corner back into the foyer and find that the front doors are still shut. Well, it's I kicking time. Deliver a front kick. I don't I want I stop all my friends at the threshold of the room because I don't I genuinely don't want anyone to walk under the chandelier. And I take one of my hand axes and I throw it at the door handle and try to try to open the door that way. Fucking cool, Bill Wynn. Doesn't Amanda have that? the key? Yeah, 
But I'm trying to like open the door and clear a path. I thought, do I have the key oh. or did it like disappear with the door when we entered? Because it like no, and shut Dara behind gave you the, us, didn't it? You still have the I key. The and Dara gave you the key. Okay. Yeah, I don't imagine you left it in the well, door. Well, I don't know if it got like sucked it. in, you know. Does it lock from the inside? Yet. Because if it no, it locked from the outside. Yeah, because I was yes. gonna say they shouldn't have even fucking called us if it can lock from the inside. That's insulting. <sighs> I mean, where well, where where dungeon the door is locked. All right, I will. So you can't get through them. I will try. Well, the they key, were. Though. All right. Oh, before I do my sick axe stunt. Fine. Oh, no, I mean... You can throw you can your throw axe, axe if you'd like. I, Honestly, what would it do? Honestly, it would stick get in the stuck door. in the door, and then I would be one less axe. You don't want to waste the axe. <laughs> right. You're right. You don't want to waste then that axe. I will try the key. Excellent. You stick the key in the door. There is a flash of sparks, and the key shoots behind you onto the floor. Oh, yikes. This is a magically locked door. Yikes. And as you're... With your faces to the door, you hear a familiar shout. From Aww. the balcony comes, I warned you to leave my house. We're trying. And when We're you, trying. When, you, when you turn around on the balcony is that amorphous, wildly shaped bottom. thing. Wildly shaped bottom. <laughs> He's... But had me like... I need you to know. I'm imagining the like gross green ghost from Ghostbusters. I love that. Um, Slimer. So is it... yeah, I think that's it is Slimer. At this point, the ghost lifts itself up over the railing on the balcony. And descends down into the foyer on the first floor with the four of you and the two children, who are now screaming at the top of their lungs because they are in mortal danger. I look at, uh, I look at, uh, fuck, what's her name? Lorenzia. And I say, do you know sleep? <laughs> no. Fuck. <laughs> Um, I'm going to assume for the duration of this battle, you guys have hefted the children off your shoulders. Oh, yeah. Cool. Still feel then like why don't I eat we... them. I yeet one of them. I yeet Danelle. Then why don't we... No, I won't yeet. Roll for initiative. Oh, hell yeah, baby. No. And... <laughs> one. Oh, no. Ooh, I got a 13, which I feel like bodes ill... Really. I got a six again. No, it's a seven. <laughs> You're All a right. bad die. I don't like Bill you. Bill Win is a seven. Um, what was everybody else's? I got a one. Oh no. <sighs> I got a ten. And um, Mike, what was yours? Thirteen. What is your character's name? Lorenzia. Thank you. Warlock slash pepperoni heiress. All right. Pepperoni heiress. I love so, that. You embrace that. I really adopted that after it got mentioned in the group chat. <laughs> Here is the order of our initiative. 
Lorencia, you're first. Hey. And that's the whole order. That's the whole order. That's it. Um, so you four are in a line against the wall where the front door is of the foyer. This ghost monster is in between you and the hallway. He's it is roughly 15 feet away. Okay. That is so perfect. Oh boy. Because I'm gonna go ahead and cast fucking you know it, you love it, shatter. <gasps> Woo! Oh nice. Oh baby. So uh that's a save on your part, man? I don't think it is a save. If I remember it just happens. No, it's definitely a constitution save. Is yeah, it? you make a constitution save, and then if it's... If you pass, you if get you half save, damage. you get half damage, yeah. Oh, that's what it is. Ooh. That would be a five on the constitution save. Yikes. Yeah, you're not going to make that. No, I don't think so. Okay, so that's 18 damage, 18 thunder damage. Okay, so this thing is going to take... Half thunder damage. Damn it. All right. Next up is Ivy. Hi. All right. So I'm going to do um, using reckless attack again. Um, I'm just going to use my hand. Uh, great axe. I don't know why I can never remember the name of that. <laughs> Uh, 23. Oh, boy, howdy does that hit. I did it. Wow. <laughs> um, and how much damage does that do? Uh, 16. Wow. And wow. that is slashing, right, from the axe? Yes. Wow. So he is going to take eight. Oh, oh, no. And as you slash through this thing... First of all, you feel a little bit more resistance than you normally would with a ghost. You think that's maybe a little bit strange. And second of all, as you sweep through this thing, you hear the sound of your axe going through something, which is a little weird for a ghost made of etherealness. Hmm. Zoinks, guys. I think it's a person oh my god i can't wait to pull the mask off <laughs> and next up is bilwin mm. bilwin um <laughs> i bet you it's umphrey testing us <laughs> can i use my bonus action before my action i think you can use them in any order you want i think you can do movement bonus action and action however okay and will you let my bonus action be splashing holy water on this ghost? Don't get no. I me. think that's an action. All right. Uh, Don't get any on. Then me. actually, yeah, that's the first thing I want to do. I want to splash holy water on this ghost. I have a flask of holy water in my bag. Ah, jump back. Sorry. Okay, Sorry. I love that. <laughs> um, 
fun fact, the holy water is totally a weapon. And... Do I need to roll? Yes, make a ranged attack against a target. Oh, baby. That's going to be... That's dex. Uh, yes. It's a 14. Am I proficient in ranged attacks? Is that a thing? It is an improvised weapon, so I'm not sure if that... Oh, sorry. When you, th- It's going to be a thrown thing, and I realize now I didn't read far enough. Um, you throw it up to 20 feet, shattering it on impact. So it's a little bit like a spell bomb. Oh, okay. So like throwing a, f- a, a flask of acid or something like that. Yes. I don't think I, yeah, I don't think I get any proficiency in that. So it's a 14. It ties. Okay. So you lob your flask of holy water towards this um, ghost creature thing. And it ducks to the left and the contents of the vial, not a vial, flask, smash against the wall and drench the wall in holy water. Damn it. Um, It feels like that would have done something really cool. (laughs) <laughs> um next up is the ghost. I'm mad. Um the ghost is going to who uh oh I must have called you Portia. Oh boy. <laughs> Ivy, um you're close enough to swing with the axe, right? Mhm. So, this creature is going to reach towards you with one of its weird arms and it's going to touch you. And it's going to use something called Withering Touch, which is a melee attack. Does a 13 hit. It matches. So nothing happens to you. As this creature reaches a tendril at you, a a projection of itself at you, um, you recoil in horror. And it can't quite reach you, but it stretches a little bit too far at you as you back away. And the thing that is coming at you almost as an outer layer pulls back. And for just a second, you can see fingers underneath. Guys, that's definitely a human. There's something in there. Um, There's something in there. And next up is Maggie. Acid splash. Love it. Uh, so that's a dexterity saving throw for the not ghost, but. <laughs> Ooh, that is a sixteen. Yeah, that that saves. Cool. Take half. Oh, uh, no. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, fair no. enough. <laughs> I had to think about it for a second. It doesn't do anything. So the acid you throw at this creature um, lands a little bit short and sizzles in a pool on the floor. A little bit of smoke rises as it eats through some of the wood. And this is now the second mar on this beautiful wooden floor that you have left. Oops. How rude. (laughs) How rude. Um, And next up is Lorencia. Hello. How you doing? All right, it's gonna be a fucking, it's gonna be a fucking Eldritch Blast for me, yo. Sick. That's an eleven. It does not hit. 
I did my best. You did. You did a good job. That's all we can ask for. (laughs) I prepare myself for like a respectful high five with the monster, like when you lose at Little League, you know? (laughs) Just like, oh, darn it. He definitely, this thing does not want to high five you. Oh, okay. Um, Your Eldritch Blast flies a little bit like a curveball, aiming at the ghost thing in the beginning and then sort of peeling off to the right and hitting the wall. Darn it. Um, and next is Ivy. I don't really have much to do that's not piercing or slashing, but I guess I'll... You could try to back it up into the wall where the holy water is, right? That's true. That's true. I'm going to try piercing damage, like aiming right to the middle of it. Okay. Okay. 14. To hit? Yeah. It ties. Fuck. Damn it. Allie, what was doing the piercing? Was that a javelin? Yep. So the javelin, (laughs) like several other of your friends' attempts to attack this thing, the javelin flies just past it into the wall behind it. Can I run over and grab it? Or is that a, a bonus? Um, you could take your movement to go grab it, but you would go just about 20 feet to the wall, and then you would only be able to get maybe five feet back, or you could stay at the wall and just wait behind the thing. Uh, yeah, I'll wait at the wall, but I'm going to go get the javelin. Indeed. Oh, was, was that a miss, or did it just not do anything? A miss. Okay. Then I would like to try to strike it with my longbow. Oh, indeed. Foing. Longabo. Well, that's a nine. No, oh, wait. It does not. Oh. It's a ten. <laughs> Tragically, it still does not do it. Guys, we <laughs> have to make a hit. We have to yeah. do something to this it's fucking way ghost. Too long. Um, as you draw your bow, as you draw the arrow back in the bow, um, you hear one of the children scream behind you. Oh. Um, not. Not of any specific distress. He's just scared and a baby. Stop Um, distracting me, you little shit. It startles you, and you loose the arrow up into the balcony instead. Um, And next is the ghost. I'm salty. Um, The ghost... Please hit me. ...is going to... The closest thing to it is a candle on a sconce behind sort of off to the right behind it. It's going to turn around, yank that candle, and just fucking lob it at one of you. And it's going to be... Maggie. This ghost is just hucking it at you. Okay. Um, And so that is going to be... Ooh, a six to hit. A six? Oh, yeah, that doesn't hit. No, the candle... The sort of taper candle flies past you and thuds against the wall and lands on the floor. Not a very graceful maneuver, but a maneuver nonetheless. I puff out my chest and go, what? (laughs) (laughs) Um, He is not intimidated, but I like the the effort. Um, And now, Maggie, it is your turn. Oh, nice. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to acid splash again. Acid splash. 
Speaking of that, ruining the floors. I know. Can I try to aim for the wall this time if it misses? (laughs) Yes. So that's a dexterity saving throw for the ghost. Excellent. Ghost man. Man ghost. Ghost man. Oof. Uh, That would be a three. A three? Oh, yeah. It's going to hit. Fantastic. Uh, So that is... Let me double check. Wait, I'm trying to tell Pod he can just go to bed if he's that tired. <laughs> go to bed. A six. Ooh, okay. So this acid splashes from your hand and onto this ghost where it sizzles through part of the outside of it. Um, and it takes six points of damage. Full damage, okay, guys. So acid works. Um, oh. And now, next up is Laurencia. Hello. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Dying. It's going to be an Eldritch Blast for me, dog. I think you're going to get that. But, ooh, that's a 17 to hit. That hits. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh my fucking god! It's How much? it's a it's one, one damage. No, you Ooh, useless no. piece of garbage. God, no! I thrive on positive reinforcement. Don't say that. Billman, right, why has that, your attitude changed? That wasn't so Billman. That was Jamie, who is sweating her ass off right now. No, Jamie. I also, um, me, Michael, also thrives on positive reinforcement. It's okay. You'll get him next time. Thank you. Like Anne Laurencia, um, you did a great job. Thank you. Doesn't reflect Thank on your you. overall abilities Thank at you. all. <laughs> this Eldritch Blast from your staff <laughs> just grazes this thing and leaves a little scratch on its shouldery thing area. Laurencia's like, gotcha. And just it just grazes it for one damage. Um, and next is Ivy. All right. Seeing Laurencia go and do all that just for one <laughs> point of damage, she goes into a rage. Yeah! <laughs> Thank you. Glad God. I could help. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'm going to try the javelin again. Sick. What happens when you're in a rage? Is it advantage on... Attack rolls. Um, as a, you gain advantage on strength checks and saving throws. I hate this. <laughs> Sorry, it like pops up and I can't get it to go away. Oh. Plus two melee damage. I'm having that too. Um, and resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, slashing, and slashing damage. Wow. Mm-hmm. I love that. So I'm gonna do that. Yes, please. All right. Um, I got an 18. Whoa. That hits. Yeah. And then, oh, hold on. Uh oh. She lose a die. It's gone. <laughs> oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> I got a six plus two, eight. Eight damage. Yes. And that was the piercing, right? Yes. Yes. So it does four. Ugh. But Fuck. 
it blows a hole directly through this thing. And as you're getting ready to throw it, this ghost apparition begins speaking and it's starting to threaten you again. It says something like, now you'll never leave. And then the javelin pierces through it. And he goes, oh, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch. Um, Oh, Jesus. (laughs) The ghost drops a little bit in height as though it had sort of slumped over, perhaps. And then from behind you, one of the children throws open a curtain against the wall, revealing a window and letting a little bit of light stream in. And with the help of the sunlight, illuminating an otherwise really dark, dingy room, it is much easier to tell that this is less an amorphous blob and more like a tattered, ripped, nasty old blanket draped over somebody. Like a person? Like a pretty person-sized thing. And those two dark eyes that you saw before, just holes for the eyes to see through. Is it so you're a fraud, ghost man? Sitting on the floor, the ghost says, Oh, gosh, I'm so sorry. I was just here to do a job. What the the hell does that that mean? Please don't kill me. The hell job were you doing frightening kids? Also, how come Chris Hansen looks bad now? It was very convincing in the dark. Listen, it takes a lot of effort to 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 keep a magic costume looking good, and now I'm I'm feeling pretty bad, and I don't have a lot of energy left. You should feel bad. This is a shitty thing to do. I mean, physically, I'm mentally and ethically pretty at at peace with what I've been doing here. I I pull my I pull my flints out of my bag and I approach, and I'm like, "Tell us what the fuck job you were talking about." No, no, no. And the ghost says, "I, I, I don't, I don't remember. I only." I only remember my name. Which is? is? Vilner, I think. Vilner? I only remember being in the house, and then I... (laughs) I don't know how I got here, but I was in the attic, and... And then I was spooking, and there were two children, and I don't really know what I'm doing here. Oh, no, you guys. Did I accidentally unleash him with my awesome sleight of hand trick? Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Most definitely not. And would anybody like to unmask the ghost? Yes. I would like to. Can I? Do it. I feel I didn't get to do much in that battle. Do it, (laughs) Bilvin. It's all yours, Bilvin. I, with gusto, rip the blanket off of his face. Curse you, Bilvin Wonk. (laughs) You reveal, by yanking this sheet mask ghost thing off, you reveal a human man who's a little bit older with a gray beard and some medium-length gray hair. Um, And he is, as best you can tell, an actual ghost. Oh, shit. 
as I... opposed to the other ghosts in the house? The other ghosts are also ghosts. Most of them. This is a ghostier ghost. He <laughs> no, but like is for... a ghost hiding as a ghost. Right. For oh, a second right. we were like, is oh, it's not a ghost. It's a man. But then we got him and we were like, oh, no, he's really a ghost. That's <laughs> This is basically That's like so good. This is like '90s Scooby Doo, where you're like, "Yeah, Scooby Doo oh, on Zombie Island." <laughs> this isn't really a ghost. Oh shit! It really is a ghost. And Tom Cross and Vilner is sitting on the floor, and he says, "What are you talking about? I'm not a ghost. I was pretending." Oh, oh buddy. Oh, oh buddy. buddy. Oh, oh man. I put my hand on his oh. shoulder, and I'm like, "Ah, oh, this buddy. is sad." We're all suddenly really sad. <laughs> if you had blood, I'd be trying to drink it, but you don't. I like. I kneel. do have blood. No. I am a human. You don't have any blood. I like kneel blood, down dude. and I like I take his hand, but I don't really take his hand. I just put my hand through his hand. <laughs> I'm like, oh, buddy. Um, Vilner is startled by the fact that your hand goes through him, um, and he says he looks at his hand really in depth and he studies it and he says but if I'm a ghost if I'm dead why am I here probably like died up in this spooky ass shit man stuff sucks here business unfinished etc you know but I don't know what my unfinished business is how would I and then he pauses and stares directly behind you all and he stares, and he's quiet for a really long time. And then he says, Oh, is that where I'm supposed to go? Uh, I look behind doubt. me. Is there like a white light? You see nothing. He is transfixed on a point behind you. Yes. And he says, <laughs> Yep. Oh. I'm supposed to go there. I see. And he slowly stands up and he begins to walk past all four of you towards the light that he sees apparently and that none of you see. And then he turns around and says, thanks for not killing me, I guess. Again. Again. And then he steps a few steps forward and disappears. Oh, all right. Should From we the wave sides. like it's Pokemon? Yeah, let's Why? wave like it's Pokemon. <laughs> we wave the side. That, uh, roll to wave like it's Pokemon, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, from the side of the room, Danelle and Farad are staring, eyes huge, draws on the floor, because they're like, what the actual fuck just happened? Honestly, Ivy's is the same facial expression. <laughs> while we're while we're waving, I'm like, "Bye, Vilner. These three will see you there in a couple years. Not me, though. <laughs> I'm not going there. I'm not going Dominance. to where you're going to." Oh my god! I like that you assume he went to the good place as an actual <laughs> villain. <laughs> so true. Um, and as Vilner disappears, um, you hear a click from the front door. I throw open okay. the front door. The door has clicked open. Bilwin, you open the door. And as you open this door and look out, you see 
that the light that came in when they threw open that curtain is the beginning of the next day. Oh, nice. You have been in this house all night. You have seen horrors previously unbeknownst to mankind. And luckily, you were also able to successfully retrieve two small, stupid children. Um, You escort the two children, Danelle and Farad, back to Andera, who has been waiting in the carriage all night long. She is asleep. Um, Anybody want to wake her up? Uh, no. Before we wake her up, before we like knock on the side of the thing and wake her up, I like turn to Danelle and Farad, and I'm like, "All right, a deal's a deal." <laughs> Please. I rolled a twenty-two of an acrobatics check for that triple backflip. You. It's close. You almost don't make it, but you land it. You come up, arms up like a gymnast. And these two kids lose their shit at the, what I can only imagine, is the first triple backflip they have ever seen performed by anyone. You're damn right. Tommy yeah, I mean, Hawk is shook. I also want to say it's the first triple backflip that Lorenzi has ever seen done. And she's clapping harder than either of these two chuckle fucks. And she goes, <laughs> what demon have you packed in? <laughs> I'm um, just really fucking sick and it is true (laughs) ew horrible twist love that though um the laughter and clapping and cheering uh at in response to your triple backflip billwin is enough to wake andera in the carriage who pops her head out through the window sees the two children gives a loud gasp of excitement comes barreling out of the carriage, grabs Danelle by the shoulders, and just shakes him, screaming, What were you thinking? I told you never to go near that house. I swear to God, I'm going to kill you when we get home. And then she stops, realizes she's being watched, turns to you all, and says, It's fine. He's fine. It'll be fine. Thank you. Let's go back to town. I'll pay you. You can leave. Thank you. The four of you enter the carriage. You are whisked back to Solson, where the two children... Uh, where Farad is reunited with his parents, and Andera is excited to have Danelle back. And um, Andera pays whatever you ask, to an extent. Uh, any specifics anybody wants? How much do you request Two this woman pay you? Two million gold pieces. Not gonna happen, but I appreciate the fervor. 200,000 gold pieces. Absolutely not. I don't have a I don't have a money request, but I do want to sneakily, without her noticing, leave like a like a fucking like evil dark sigil with the with each of the children and be like Why? Hey, um if you, you ever, be a demon friend? If you ever want to start worshiping the devil, give this to a pigeon and it will find me. And then I wink. <laughs> the Danelle and Farad are stunned and horrified all at the same time. But they, they have no it, response. Right? They do ta- each of them take the sigil. Yeah, they fucking do. They are they have they just sort of stare at them and then back up at you and then down at the sigil and then back up at you. They have no idea what you're got talking em. about, but Two they more. are got frightened. Em. I add them straight to my tally. It doesn't matter. I already got them because they kept it. <laughs> 
Um, and Andera thanks you and decides that she will pay you what she thinks you deserve, since uh, what you think you deserve is perhaps a little out of her price range. <laughs> Shouldn't have hired expensive labor, though. She... Bad negotiation. Well, yeah, okay, you're right, she says. Um, Andera, at the uh, entrance to town, pays you 2,500 gold pieces, as H? well as... As well as <laughs> 1,000 silver pieces Auto. and a sack of um, precious gems. Oh, worth, I'll take them. Worth roughly 1,000 gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. Um, she is exceptionally grateful. She thanks you very, very much. Um, and on your way out of town, she flags the carriage down to stop it for one last thing. And she says, thank you very much again. I know this maybe wasn't exactly what you're usually hired for, but I want you to have this. It means a great deal to me that you took your time to save our children, even if it came at a astronomical cost. Thank you. Could have been astronomical. She hands you... <laughs> I love you, Bilwin. Um, she, hands... <laughs> she hands you a sheet of paper... That promise, as a reward, anything you need from the town of Solson is yours the next time you're there. Ooh. Ad additionally, she gives you a gold necklace with a small description written on a piece of paper that lists it as an antique of some 200 years old. It is. It has not been recently um, valued, so she doesn't have a gold price to give you, but... She says it came from a small town somewhere far away. She doesn't remember which one. She gives that to you as well. Um, That's cursed. <laughs> on the way back to the Order of Mercator, what are you guys doing? Napping, probably. I think Bilwin is like. I think Bilwin is counting the coins. She's never seen this much gold in her life before. She's been talking <laughs> a big game. This is an insane amount of money to her. Ivy is ferociously writing in her journal everything that has happened. Love it. I love that. Story time. I, I was almost killed by a ghost. Halen Womack, brothers. Brothers. Oh my gosh. Halen So is, instead of vlogging, does she write like journals that are like titled things like, I almost died, question mark, question mark, question mark? Yeah. A, a and ghost she story. shares them with, yeah, with everyone. Wow. That is that fantastic. She, she like publishes them. Yeah. That's amazing. All right, Maggie is checking to see if her enemy has an apothecary here and if she needs to burn it down before she leaves. <laughs> the apothecary here is very small and is not run by your mortal enemy. Oh, okay, then I... Thank God. Know, I think... Uh, tip my hat and... <laughs> I feel like riding the high of leaving the sigils with the two young boys, I'm... Uh, Lorenzia is just like whispering in uh, Billwin's ear while she counts the money. Like, you know how you could have infinite gold? Worshipping the devil. <laughs> oh, my I God. I guess so. I guess you're not wrong. You got a pamphlet? Um, <laughs> oh, I got pamphlets. <laughs> Holy shit. Lorenzia produces a wad of pamphlets. <laughs> Billwin um, takes one. Billwin takes three. <laughs> As the carriage hurdles south 
back towards your home base into the setting sun, the rising sun. It has not been that long. Um, Can the carriage ride the... be set to like a nasty guitar solo by Lorenzio where she's just like, the <laughs> devil gave me these guitar skills. <laughs> yes, it definitely is set to that. Thank you. Um, on your way back, you guys, I think, are thrilled to have got your first mission underway. Yeah, for and sure. in the future, if we ever return to this, you know that those, those uh, promotions wait you at the Order of Mercator. Damn right they do. Woo! Yeah! Spin-off podcast, spin-off podcast. <laughs> wow, good job, Matt. Thank wow. you. So much fun. A++. I loved Luigi's Mansion. No, no. <laughs> Hi. It's your player turned DM Matt here to say thank you for listening. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at AAdventureCast. Questions? Comments? Fan mail? We want it all. So send it to us at AttemptedAdventureCast at gmail.com. Also, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or whichever podcast platform you listen on. Thank you again, and I love you.